This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hey, Liz. I had a intense automotive situation um, earlier this week. I was driving to a, a friend's storage room to pick up a tent because I went to the beach for a day. And on the way back, my tire blew out. And uh, I, I, you know, well, I'm, I, it didn't, well, I was driving and it went thunk, 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 thunk. And I didn't even, I just thought something got caught in the wheel well. It didn't even, it, you know, it didn't feel like a blowout. But um, I pulled over into a parking lot. I was near the airport, and I pulled over near a parking lot, and I had my owner's manual, and I turned it to the page of how to change a tire and, you know, crossed my fingers. My spare was uh, properly inflated, and I... Um, I had it under control, but this very chivalrous gentleman from Morris Trucking, I don't remember his, he was Mr. Morris, he was the nephew of the owner, uh, or he was the uncle of the owner, um, very graciously stopped, and he had a pair of gloves, so he was able to, you know, take the tire out and grab the spare tire a little bit better for me, but uh, had my owner's manual, had my jack, uh, I was in control. I needed a pair of gloves. I forgot to have a pair of gloves in the glove compartment, but that was my emotional uh, automobile story for the this week. Awesome. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> it, it does. Now, that was, I had to get a, a new tire, which goes on the wheel, and we're going to talk today. We've got Bob Harveston from Wheel Solutions and is going to talk about rims, the, the wheel bits that aren't your tire, and we're going to talk with him between your vehicle repair questions. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today good morning ladies how are you fantastic how about you allison doing good today bob remind us you know wheel solutions what are your solutions what what all do what all are your services that you work with we're a company that offers rim repair, rim refurbishing what we do is uh just say so you go in and you hit a curve and you scratch the wheel we, we refer to that as curb rash. You know, some people say, oh, I had a wheel boo-boo or I hit something. Or, in this terms, depends on the terminology they're using of what happened. You hit a curb, uh, you hit a pothole, you bend the wheel, you hit something road, you bend the wheel. We, we basically repair a wheel back to, um, to your status, almost the same as if you were to wreck your car and you take your car to a body shop, where the body shop of wheel repair is what we are. Fantastic. Allison, did you have a question? Yeah, I, I do have a, a few questions. Um, one of them is how can you tell if you're if, if you've hit something in a road, a pothole or something like that, how can you tell if your rim is bent or cracked and needs repair lot, that y'all can handle? 
a lot of times in this house, you know, most time you will hear, it almost sounds like a mud drip going down the road. You hear a walk, walk, walk noise. Um, that's a lot of what I tell people here, or they'll have a distinct shake, like a bad vibration in the vehicle. Um, a cracked wheel, most time your wheel's going to be cracked, it's going to be losing air, you know, over a period of time, a day, night, uh, a couple days. Um, then we come in, we inspect the wheel. Sometimes people go in and get their tires balanced, and they don't know because they're just used to that shake, and then the tire store lets them know, hey, I can't balance this wheel because this wheel's out around this bent, and you're going to have to get that repaired. It's just a couple different ways to really know. Some people just don't know um, until they have an issue. Um, I had a customer yesterday. He had no idea he even had a cracked wheel. He kept going back to the tire store for an air leak, and he'd done business before, and he came to me and said, Bob, you know, they, they can't seem to find the issue, and I don't know what my issue is. We've replaced the tire so we can air, pulled the wheel off. He's got a cracked wheel. It's extremely visible. Um, it's just... Sometimes the tire shops aren't trained to look at things like that, and that's our expertise. So that's where we come in. Bob, do you oh, wow. think you do more um, repairs from hitting curbs or potholes, or do you, a lot of folks come to you for customizations for their vehicles? We get a, we get a good bit of both. Um, the customization comes, that just depends on the customer. I would say bulk of our work just comes from people damaging a wheel. They have one wheel. They hit the curb at the bank or the drugstore or a parking lot somewhere, um, and they come and get that one wheel. They have a bent wheel from hitting something. Or, But we do customize vehicles as well, you know, as far as doing distinct things. Um, last week, we did a uh, Ashton Martin. I've got a uh, new G-Wagon. I just asked a Mercedes G-Wagon that just came in. We're about to do some work to it. Um, he's a very good customer. We'll change the color wheels. We'll actually change the look of the wheel by doing some different designs and cutting the wheel a certain way to actually just change the look so no one else has this wheel. Um, Are you saying you can cut into the wheel and change the? You can cut into the wheel and change the design of the wheel. Yes, ma'am. We have a machine that oh. actually goes in. It's called a lathe, and it barely cuts the metal of the wheel, um, and it, it's used to to actually repair wheels, but we will use it sometimes to actually shave the face of a wheel. Uh, we're talking thousands of an inch, and it shaves it and just and it changes the look of the wheel from any other wheel that you could the factory would make. Um, so a lot of times we that because a lot of times people don't want an aftermarket wheel due to some issues. There's nothing wrong with aftermarket wheels. They'll just not want that. They want I want my wheel. Just what can we do to my wheel to make it different from everyone else? So then we kind of make suggestions and go about this way and tell them options and then let them choose what we can do. Bob, can you give us uh, some driving tips? What are some things that you suggest for folks to do while they're driving to keep from giving you business, to keep from damaging their rims? Of course, slow down and pay attention. Definitely in the rain. The rain will actually sometimes you'll have a bad pothole and the rain will fill the hole up. So it just looks like water across the pavement. And a lot of times that's what happens. We hit those and we don't realize they're going to be this huge pothole or, or what have you. So we're hitting them at high speeds and there you go. You have a bent wheel, blown out tire, worse. Um, basically just in the rain, especially slow down, pay attention, stay off the phone. I mean, we're all guilty of things. It's just the, the way we, the world we live in now. 
mainly just paying attention, slow down, just really being mindful of what's going on around you and what's in front of you when you're driving. Allison, what about you? Do you have um, any tips or uh, you got a question, another question for Bob? I was curious if he does, if you're able to do chrome plating and take like an aluminum rim and chrome plate it, is that something that you do there? That is only that is the only thing that we do not do. Um, I have some people, a gentleman in California that does it. The, uh, the United States is getting really strict on the calming process because it's, it's pretty hazardous and toxic. So they're trying to really start cutting it out. So the people that you have are grandfathered in the system. Um, they can still do it, but a lot of new people can't get into it. They're changing now. They're doing like a spray-on calm, if you would. Calm um, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s, it's dipped. So you actually take the part, you dip it in a copper plating, it pulls out, you dip it in the next vat or a holding tank, if you will, and then it's dipped into the calm and the calm sticks on it. Like I said, it's very toxic. It's, it's, it's a lot of dangerous chemicals in it. They're trying to get away from it. So now they're devising a way of they're actually doing a spray on chrome that's not toxic. It doesn't have the same luster and look as the old chrome. Um, I'm just going to be blunt honest, but it's the only other route that you can have now. And we do that. I just always tell people, hey, it's just not going to be that same old chrome. You know, I, I get a lot of people bring me old cars, uh, want me to do this or do that. And, and they're expecting that old chrome look from from the old times, and it's just not able to, to get that same luster and that deep look in the chrome. So to answer your question, Miss Allison, no, I do not chrome. I can okay. give you avenues yeah. to have it done. Um, it's just it's really pricey now. Right, okay. And um, and I've, I've heard about the new chrome spray, that spray paint that's come out, so that's, that is interesting. Um, I did have another question for you, if we have time. Well, uh, Allison, let's get to that right after this break. We've got more RIM talk next. Be sure to send us your emails. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? We'll have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone. Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Your old car is kind of like that hairstyle you had in high school. Really cool back in the day. But that old car is still cool when you donate it to MPB Think Radio. Go to mpbonline.org for details. Then sit back and enjoy the ride. Now that's cool. listening to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Hey, if you want even more AutoCorrect, be sure to find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device. Here are the recalls for the week. We've only got two. A 2019 Kia Forte 
The dealers will inspect the left front axle drive shaft for a heat treatment verification code and replace it if the code is missing for free. And the 2020 Chevrolet Corvette dealers will update the software in the vehicle's body control module to allow the front front trunk compartment release switch to always work owners may also allow the car to be uh, remediated via an over-the-air software update either repair will be done for free allison i've been so intrigued with this this is the 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 chevrolet corvette that has the mid body engine and i've looked at online um one reviewer was able to get uh two sets of golf bags in the back trunk and it has a front trunk which they he called it a frunk and uh, it was big enough for uh, a medium-sized carry-on bag and a duffel bag that's pretty good but that's uh maybe more than the previous corvette that's so cute and i emailed um casey uh williams our the the review guy that we'll talk a little bit bit about more he's going to review this later in the next month or in october and he sent me a picture of a friend of his who is sitting in the trunk she always climbs in the trunk and gets a picture of herself with every car she's ever been in and it it's pretty interesting to see a front and a back trunk on this Corvette. Yes, it is. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov recalls, and inputting your vehicle's VIN number. We are talking about rims today. We've got bob haverston from wheel solutions and we have four phone calls so let's go right on to homer in clarksdale homer thanks so much for calling into autocorrect today what's your comment or question well i got a comment and i want to ask a question about uh to the gentleman that has the wheel business uh my daughter bought a maximum it's I think it's about a year and a half old. Um, you don't think kids listen to you, but she was. I told her not to ever buy a new car. And But anyway, she got one for about $20,000 less just buying a car that's almost a couple of years old with 30,000 miles on it. But um, the, the wheels on the car, somebody ran up against the curb. It's really not bad, and I know you probably have to see this to actually assess it, but, I mean, in cases like that, are those wheels uh, pretty repairable if it's not scratched up too bad to bring it back to the original? Absolutely. That's something that we do all day long. Uh, we have standardized pricing. We have so many guys spread out across the state of Mississippi, and what you're looking at is 125 plus tax per wheel to repair those. And they'll be oh, back to brand new status when we're done. Okay. Replace them with uh, right. the, the factory color if you want, or if you want a color change for a little bit more, we do a full color change to anything, any color you would want. It just depends on what you want. Okay. Okay. That That's good. That's good to know. I'll tell her because I told her she'd get that fixed. The that's a lot cheaper than a new rim. 
Oh God, a new rim on a a new stock rim, four five hundred bucks oh, and God. up. Um, the other thing is, Allison. A couple of weeks ago, a guy called in with that Dakota. Uh, said it was doing intermittent intermittent things about it would run good and stop, run good. Now I'm not saying that this is his problem, but I've owned a couple of Dakotas. Uh, what he described was it sounded so much like to me the same problems that I was having with a 95 Dakota. They put them. I went to the dealership. They put map sensors, change, clean the injectors, change the fuel pump out of the tank. That truck never did run right. I took it to one last dealership and got the head mechanic and we discussed what was going on and I just asked him where is the computer on this truck he says on the firewall I said every time you drop the hood the truck started running crazy put a computer on it Allison 160 bucks that truck ran until I sold it 288,000 miles did not have any other problems out of it so that could be and you can't I would be driving down the road you hit a rut and that bad spot would come up it will kill the computer and will try to come back on. The truck won't run right sometime till you hit another rut. <laughs> <laughs> so that it sounds so much like what, and, and I, I wanted to tell him that because the guy with that fan mode on my truck, when he called in, that solved my problem. This could solve his problem. Right. Well, the Dodge is known for having computer issues. Oh, my God. Um, so that that is a common problem with them. So I'm glad glad, glad you found that out, and and thanks for calling back and mentioning that. Um, that that is a common problem with them, and uh, I'm surprised the dealership didn't figure that out right away. Well, the crazy thing about a computer is sometimes it's so hard to diagnose those things because yeah, they don't end up at the dealership. They end up when you're driving the car. Yep. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Homer. We really appreciate you coming in. And, uh, you know, I think we need to just do a one-clip show about Dodge Dakota trucks. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, uh, Charles in Westonville. Charles, what's your comment or question for AutoCorrect today? Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I have a 2001 Mazda Tribute. I parked it in the park and went inside the store, came back out, started up. It would not come out of park, and none of the gauges would work. The gas hand, or none of the gauges, plus the one that wouldn't go up. Well, could you tell me what's the problem with that? Oh, wow. This is multiple problems like that. I'm going to throw out computer problems or could possibly a low battery charge something as simple as that um oh. so that's what i would do is, is get that battery checked out next time you you can is it uh-huh. did you get it driving now well i i took it was right on top of the steering column i took that cover off and it has a little uh white thing on the top of release button i guess you can push it down it'll come out of pause it'll start up and run but then it'll cut off for, after a while and then when you put it back in park, it's stuck again. And then it's stuck again. <laughs> Maybe having a problem with the neutral safety switch or something like that's going on. 
and it's shutting everything down and not letting you uh, shift it. That's not a problem I'm familiar with on those cars. Uh Um, And I recommend finding you a good independent shop where you're at Mm-hmm. That um, that can check that out. It may it may be a transmission problem on there, and you might want to have a transmission shop look at that. But that's okay. not something I'm familiar with on that particular vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Charles. We appreciate you calling in. We've got uh, more calls to get to. Um, We've got Bob Harveston from Wheel Solutions. We're talking rims. We've got Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. We're taking your vehicle repair questions. Let's go to Joe in Carrollton. Joe, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Uh, Yes, thank you, uh, look, okay, um, I just had two um, brand new tires put on, uh, and I don't know how little they got one of them turned the wrong side out or something. The thread on one side is turned one way, the other side is turned the other way. Would that make a, would that would make, I don't seem to have no problem yet, but would that make any difference or would it put out a line in thing like that? Now, repeat it again. What what do you think is inside out? What threads? The tread on it is split. Oh. I, I understand yeah. what he's talking about. Because <laughs> tread is most tires are directional, meaning right. they need one, to face a certain way. Yes, one turn out, one turn in. <laughs> and the most that that's going to cause, this, excuse me, possibly a traction problem in rain or, excuse me, if you have an emergency situation, so, I, and it may wear the tire. <laughs> excuse me. It may wear the tire early, prematurely. So you may want to go ahead and have that turn correctly, and um, and make them get that correct. They need to they need to fix that and go ahead and get it right so that you're 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 set up proper. Well, uh, yeah, that 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 what I was thinking about. I mean, you know, I I just know I just know the other day it's been about a what. About a week, I guess, you know. I just looking at them, looking from the back. Cause just, they don't look like the same time. I know I got them at the same time. One turn out, one turn the other way. And uh, that's so far, let's say, it's still driving on right, you know. But I'm just wondering, would that cause a problem or whatever, you know? Yeah, I would, I would think it's possible it would. So I would go ahead and get that um, changed out. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got one other question, too. Okay, about, um, well, about three weeks ago, so I got those tires. I had a blowout now. Everything was running good. It, it still runs good, but one of my tires was really like kind of lean out. Would a, would a blowout like do that, make it just lean one of them out or something? Um, it shouldn't unless it, it maybe damaged something or it threw something out of alignment when you had the blowout. So you may need to get your car aligned. Mm-hmm. And usually when you replace the tires, you want to align it anyway if you can. Right. And, mm-hmm. So that's, mm-hmm. me, that's what I would recommend is go ahead and, and get an alignment. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. 
Thank you, Joe. We appreciate you calling in. We're taking your wheel rim questions and more of your general car repair questions next. What's an unreliable car not to buy? We're going to get to that in a bit. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Hi, I'm Walt Grayson. You can now listen to the wild, weird, and wonderful stories of Mississippi with Mile Marker. The first question that we get when someone comes in is, how is the Ulysses S. Grant Presidential Library in Mississippi? Join me as we hit the roads of Mississippi on Mile Marker. We have every letter Grant ever wrote and every letter ever written to him. You can listen by going to mpbonline.org slash radio or by using your favorite podcasting app. Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone. It's the MPB Public Media app. In addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app and the other local shows here, you can click on the support button and make a contribution because contributions keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy. So thank you for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Consumer Reports rounded up the poorest used models of the past decade. Today, we're going to caution you about a Jeep Cherokee. It's a Fiat Chrysler product, and the uh, 2007 Grand Cherokee, along with every model from 2011 to 2014, and then also the 2016, were rated far below the average. So please consider reading up on the reliability of this car before purchasing it as a used car suggests Consumer Reports. Carcomplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists. If you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI, a public radio station in Indianapolis. He's reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for over 25 years. And his review this week is on the 2020 Fiat 500X. We've been talking about rims and taking your questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. Bob, we've got somebody who emailed us. Um, they have a 2014 Toyota Tacoma Vent front rims and wondered how much to repair those do you have a range of uh, prices to repair rims we have a set price on those also it's also 125 plus tax per wheel to repair and true the wheels oh great great and uh deborah wondered what your phone number is can you give that out for wheels solutions absolutely it's 601 669 0707. All right. And we'll mention that um, 
again later. But first, we need to go to uh, Joan, who has been patiently waiting in Fairhope, Alabama. Joan, thank you so much for calling in today. What's your comment or question for Allison or Joe? Well, first, I would like to say I'm a sustaining member because I love your interactive shows. I'm calling about a 2005 Lincoln Town car, a great car, but it has this one odd thing. The water in the, let's see, about seven years ago, the water built up in the floor of back seat now the water and and i took it to the ford place and they fixed it but it took them about two or three days now the water is building up on the floor of the driver's floor uh can you tell me what uh, we took it to a mechanic and he can't seem to figure we assume it's acorns or something blocking the drain holes does it have a sunroof? No. No sunroof. My other thought would be that it's the windshield weather stripping on it has somehow acted up on it and it's letting water get down on the firewall through the cowl. Um, so that's my only thoughts on that is as far as that goes because there there are no hoses or anything that run on the driver's side all your air blows from your passenger side all your cool air and all your lines and and everything for your air conditioner and for your heater are on the passenger side of the car and you don't have lines that that run over there and uh Unless they, well, they may, it's possible that they may have it on the driver's side. So do you lose any coolant at all in your car, the antifreeze in the, for the engine? No. You're not losing any coolant. So it, it can't be your your antifreeze lines. Um, your air conditioner lines do not typically run on the inside of the firewall on the driver's side so i'm not real sure what could be going on besides maybe the windshield is leaking um what i would do for for that maybe is to take it to a body shop where um they deal with it, that kind of thing oh, that's more often a good idea. and you said you did do that no that's a good idea i no. That's a good idea. Yeah, where where they deal with something that, uh, where they deal with windshields and stuff like that, and often, you know, they replace that kind of thing all the time, and they may give you some insight into what's going on more so than I can over over the air, but that's right. what my next step would be to get that taken care of, and I would take care of it sooner and later because we certainly don't want any kind of fluid getting on the wiring and, and everything that's up under the car on on that side. There's wires running all up under there and possibly your computer and fuses and that sort of thing. Sometimes that's on the driver's side. So I, that's something I would like if, if it were for me, I would get it fixed as soon as possible. Thank you very much. That's, I'll call my, well, anyway, thank you. 
Thank you, Joan. We're so glad that uh, you've called in. Now we're going to go to Jackson, and we've got Mike on the line. Uh, no, Mac. Not, Mike's a little bit later. Mac from Jackson. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, ladies. How you doing? Great, thanks. How about you? All right, look, apologize. I, I tuned in late, so I hear you all are talking about wheels, but my problem has to do with a, it's an electrical problem. Is it okay if I ask a question about that? Oh, you bet. That's what Allison is here for. Okay, okay. Well, I'm having a, I have a 1987 300ZX, and I'm having Ooh, an issue with the I used to lap. have an 85 300ZX. That's the nice car. Yeah, I remember hearing you say that on the show once upon a time. Well, um, I'm having a problem with the latch, you know, for the hatch. Uh, it seems to be kind of temperamental, uh, and I'm trying to figure out how do I run down this electrical problem. I mean, sometimes I put the key in there, you know, lock the doors, you know, both the two doors locked, but the hatch uh, would constantly stay uh, unlocked. I mean, the latch to the hatch. Now I'm sounding like Dr. Seuss. But the latch <laughs> to the hatch would stay undone. And then so, you know, my dome light would stay on, so I thought, okay, it's just running my battery down. So I took the bulb out of the dome light, and then uh, it still seemed to be doing that. So I went to the back, to the latch, and uh, I disconnected it, you know, where it would, the wire that connect to that latch thing, and that was it. One day I locked the car, and then I walk away, and then I hear, you know, that sound that the latches make when it connects, you know, so... How do I run down this electrical problem? Well, uh, one thing that, that may help, did you ever try lithium grease to grease the lock and get it to work correctly? Uh, no, I did spray some WD-40 on it. But I tried lithium grease in, okay. instead. But uh, to run it down and trace it, I've never fooled with that myself, a latch mechanism on, besides doing like you did, which was detach them so that they're not locking. But you may have to replace that latch mechanism uh, mm. it, itself to get it to work right. And you might, with, to trace down that part and replace that, I'm not real sure how easy that would be on a mm. car like okay. that. One thing you may want to do, and you might already do this, is get on a Z car forum for the Z31s. Right. And see if someone else has had this problem, what their fix was on it. Or do you do the, the Z car forum? Are you on a forum for them now? Uh, not at the moment, but I can. I highly recommend that because uh, they're just a wonderful source of information. But you can Google the problem. And it should pull up a forum that it'd be a Nico Club, or which is a Nissan Company Club, or there's a Z31 forum. Um, I used to be on a Z car forum, but it was for the older ones back in the day. And so there's that's a wonderful resource for information. But okay. aside from replacing that assembly itself, I'm not real sure what you can do besides spraying lithium grease in there and trying to get the mechanism to work correctly that's already in there and keep it original. Okay, because it just sounds like it's kind of temperamental. You know, it's like it'll do it when it wants to. Uh, and, and like 98% of the time it stays, like I said, unlatched. But that one or two times I'll lock the door and I'll walk away and I hear it go, like, almost like a delayed effect. 
you know, in a lock, go back over to try to pull up on the hatch and, you know, like, okay, it's secured. It's doing what it's supposed to. It's just not consistently doing that. Yeah. That's a weird okay. problem. Mac, we're yeah. so glad that you have called in, and uh, Allison loves those forums, especially for specialty cars, and I hope that helps you. Today we have got Bob Harveston with Wheel Solutions. Bob, we had a caller that couldn't stay on the line from Pascagoula. Uh, he has a, or she, I don't know, has a 1992 Ford F-150 with 15-inch rims. These are hard to find. Will 16-inch tires with the same lug pattern as the 15-inch rims be okay for his truck, or will it damage it? No, it should be fine. That's a question Ms. Allison could back up also, but... The only time you're going to have an issue if you were to run a smaller wheel and you hit the brake caliper, but if he goes from a 15 or she goes to a 15 to a 16, same bolt pattern is not going to be an issue. All right. Um, we are speaking about rims today with our guest, Bob Harveston from Wheel Solutions. Bob's been talking about repairing rims, that it's an easy thing to do. Um, his price is $125 plus tax per wheel, and he also was good enough to give out his phone number for Wheel Solutions. It's 601-669-0707. Mike and Cordia, hang on. We've been discussing rims and taking your repair questions. You can always send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org what's in the news i'll tell you next we're gonna wrap up the show on this last after this next break this is autocorrect on mpb think radio I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. Hey there, it's David Green. You know, there comes a time when you've just got to let go of that old vehicle. Maybe it has lots of great memories, but it's also maybe just taking up space. And selling it can be such a hassle. So here's one thought. Let this station take that vehicle off your hands. Proceeds from the sale benefit this station, and you could get a tax break. Thanks. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. This is AutoCorrect. If you have missed any of our program live, you can listen to the whole show at autocorrect.mpbonline.org. 
I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. And today we've got our guest, Bob Harveston from Wheel Solutions, talking about cr- uh, rims. Hey, in the news, I thought this was nice, to, a sign of things to come. This week, uh, electric charger infrastructure company Electrify America announced a partnership with Lowe's Truck Stops to install 28 new stations in six states. I see Lowe's Truck Stops all the time. I couldn't find what states they were going to put them in, but uh, I don't know. I kind of like that progress. That's interesting for me let's get we've got uh, mike who's been patiently waiting from hazelhurst mike thanks so much for calling in today what's your comment or question yeah uh hey bob i, I made a mistake i've got some uh I, i've got a toyota with a big uh aluminum well no it's the big alloy wheels and i screwed up and got got my hands on some aluminum bright, thinking that those were aluminum wheels, and I put it on, and it is totally uh, disfigured my wheels. Is there a simple fix for that? Um, is that color? Is that wheel a painted like a painted silver? What that wheel is it turning like black streaks on it? Is that what it's doing? No, it just. Uh, they, they're out there. They're white. Some sort. They almost. They almost feel like. They almost look like plastic because that aluminum bright just. Oh my God! I don't know what happened, but it screwed them up. Um, if you want to, you can. All, you can text a picture of it to me. And let me look at it. You could, it could be a couple different things. If it's a sheer aluminum wheel and you spray that, that acid, that's acid. What you use this aluminum bright is just real acid. It yeah. will just strip and turn that aluminum wheel white. If it's a chrome clad wheel, it could actually strip some of that chrome, plastic chrome. It's just a plastic hubcap that's glued on an aluminum wheel. It's what's called a chrome clad wheel. It'll actually strip some of that coating off and actually damage it because that acid eats that plastic up. Um, like I said, why don't you just text me some pictures of it, 601-669-0707, and let us look at it, and we'll better give you an answer, maybe some routes of what you could do, or at least give you what happened and how you know what happened. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like that plastic uh, scenario because, I mean, I don't know. Some guys said they were plastic, but they look like aluminum, but they don't look like You've got a couple now. different wheels on that vehicle. Um, yeah. different, different styles that they put on that same vehicle. It's yeah. kind of hard for me to tell you which one you have. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, good deal. All right, Mike, thanks for calling in. And for everybody else, uh, uh, Bob Harveston from Wheels Solutions is with us. If you need to contact Bob off the air, he's happy to, to give the, the phone number for uh, his company, Wheel Solutions, is 601 669 0707. Let's go to Grenada. Cordelia, thank you so much for calling in today. What's your comment or question for Bob or Allison? Oh, hello, guys. I have a question about, well, I'm in the process of purchasing a vehicle, and I was considering the Honda CRV, but I have concerns about that transmission. So, what's your take on that? 
what I recommend is because they had uh, a few years of some bad transmissions at different times in Honda's um, lineup. And what I would do is look on that carcomplaints.com for the specific year CRV that you're looking for and see if it's one of the ones that had a lot of transmission problems. I'm thinking it was in 2014 through 2016 where there were some problems with the transmissions on Honda Odysseys. I know for sure, so that may have been on the CRVs also. And then back in 2004 or so, Honda had some bad transmissions that they had in their Accords and Civics for a little bit. So that I would look in to and check out carcomplaints.com before purchasing any vehicle. And that's for anyone listening to, that's what a resource I use to do car inspections and pre-buy inspections. I'll, I'll check out carcomplaints.com and see what other problems. They not only have complaints from people replying into carcomplaints.com, but they also have the National Highway and Traffic Association, the NHTSA, NHTSA uh, complaints reported on there also. Um, and you can go by VIN number and see what your car pulls up that you're looking at, or you can go in by year and make and model. Thanks, Cordelia. We appreciate you calling in today. Um, Bob, we just have a couple minutes left. Um, if someone has a cracked rim, if it's a damaged rim, is this something you need to, uh, you know, stop immediately, do not pass go, uh, and get repaired? Is it, can you drive it to a repair shop, or do you need to stop and get a tow truck? How, how essential or how immediate do you need to get it fixed? On a crack wheel, it's going to lose air. It depends on the severity of the crack is how fast the air will come out. If they're able to, to keep air in the tire and it's able to drive, they definitely can just drive to a uh, tire store, to me, or repair shop. It just depends on what they're doing. Get that wheel off and then, just, of course, get it to us and let's get it repaired. On a bent wheel, a bent wheel connects with damage to strutting the car because it's vibrating the car. It's, it's, it's almost like an egg going down the road instead of a perfect circle. So it's going to beat that strut, vibrate, and go down the road. And it's also going to wear that tire abnormally. And over time, the damage to strut and also wear that tire abnormally could maybe cause a blowout so it's definitely something you want to try to get repaired in a timely manner and as soon as possible you're able to um i know times are a little crazy right now in different ways so it's something that it does need to be taken care of fairly quickly when you're able to bob we have 30 seconds tell me the best color a neon uh whoop-de-doo what's the best customization you've ever done on a wheel um, probably a set of hot pink wheels on a lady's car. That was <laughs> probably our best, the most fun, because uh, she was a breast cancer survivor, and she had a pink, she had a car pink uh, wrapped in pink, and we painted the wheels pink. And uh, that was a that was a great time meeting her and hearing her story, and letting her represent that lifestyle that she had survived. So that was that was very touching. It was great for us to be involved in. Well, uh, if we see that pink car driving around the, the Jackson area where you're located, uh, we'll know that Wheel Solutions uh, took care of that. Uh, Bob, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you, ladies. It was such a pleasure. Allison, I hope you have a great week. Thank you. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. You too. That's going to wrap us up for AutoCorrect today. We just could not do without uh, Jay White being our call screener and Michelle McAdoo running our board. So for Allison Walker, who you can always see what she's up to on Facebook, uh, the Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Liz Gill, and we do hope you join us each Thursday for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.